Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. A lot of people sent me this story. It was featured on Jalopnik, and I've mentioned before that I have a relationship with people there. I used to write for them. Love that site, but um, it's all over the news. And when you see numbers like this, your first thought is, could those be typographical errors? <laughs> Car dealership employees hit with 400 criminal charges. 400 criminal charges leveled against employees of a car dealership in North Carolina. So WBTV also reported this. And I read the press release from uh, law enforcement down there, but that literally just looked like a menu. And it just said, this person, these charges, this person, these charges. (laughs) A dozen current and former employees of a local car dealership are facing a total of more than 400 criminal charges. Charges stem from an investigation by the North Carolina DMV's License and Theft Bureau uh, into Nissan of Shelby. The dealership itself was not charged. And this is interesting because there's a car dealership, it's a business, people who work there, and a bunch of the people got charged with crimes for what they did on the job. But as of right now, it's just the employees being charged. So a press release from the DMV announcing the charges said the investigation started as one investigation simply looking into the process that the dealership used to rebuild the titles of salvage cars. Now, (laughs) rebuilding the titles uh, might not be quite the best way to describe that, but if a vehicle is salvage and it gets sold, uh, generally speaking, if it had a salvage title at one point, that salvage title should follow it. Once in a while, people buy cars that were formerly salvage, and somehow the title got changed. And so I'm not sure if that's part of what's going on here, but I'm sure they were looking into making sure that wasn't happening because that would be very bad. Once the investigators started looking into this, they expanded the investigation because apparently they uncovered other stuff that got their attention. The charges were filed last week. The allegation is that employees at the dealership failed to disclose damage to customers didn't inspect vehicles being sold, and neglected to transfer titles to car buyers. Now, that last one, believe it or not, I had a law professor who often referred to something as a trap for the stupid. When something was illegal that was so easy to avoid that you look at it and go, why would somebody still do that? So if you sell a car to somebody and you're a car dealership, there's Laws in place that say you must do the paperwork to make sure that person gets a title. And quite often, it's because you've got to submit paperwork to the state, and the state then sends the title to the person, assuming you're in a state where you get to hang out the title of a vehicle that you own. Now, here it says that they neglected to transfer titles to cars. Well, that's not something you can just ignore, because if somebody drives off the lot with a car that they think they own, they're going to wonder where the title is. And so the first thing you're going to do is call you and go, Why, where's my title? Did you, did you submit it to the state? The next thing you're going to do is they're going to call the state and go, I bought a car from a dealership and I never got a title. Now, some people won't know how to do that. They'll call the dealership and call the dealership and call. But many people will figure it out and go, wait a second. The dealerships are licensed and overseen by the DMV. And by the way, if you call the DMV, they're going to say, have you called the dealership? You say, yeah, I did, so far back in time. Oh, oh. And when they get a few complaints about one dealership, they're going to look. The charges come five months after a WBTV investigation found totaled cars and flooded vehicles 
listed for sale by this car dealership, but they were sold in ways that that information was not passed along to buyers. That's the allegation. In February, WBTV started digging on the website AutoAstat, searching thousands of past vehicle auctions, and they found nearly a dozen cars that this dealership either bought or sold at insurance salvage auctions, with several of them ending up for sale on their website, presumably just to the general public. More charges were brought for improper use of temporary tags and false statements about the sale date of cars. NCDMV says Nissan of Shelby customers can contact the DMV License and Theft Bureau by sending info through their portal. So simply look up North Carolina DMV, you'll find it. Since WBTV's original investigation, the dealership's general manager has left the dealership and is no longer employed there. However, he told WBTV that he is still working for the parent company that owned that dealership because they own a dozen dealerships across Georgia and the Carolinas. Uh, He is charged with 110 counts of failure to inspect vehicles prior to being offered for sale. So that's only 110 counts. And whenever you're facing like counts that they've numbered like that, you understand that somebody who's facing one count can go, okay, I can can try to beat this. (laughs) You're facing 110 You can beat 109 of them and still get in trouble. In a text message, he told WBTV at this moment, I do not have enough information to adequately respond to your inquiry. I can point out, however, that the law does not apply to me, for I am not a technician or a licensed to inspect motor vehicles. So he says that he himself couldn't inspect them. Uh, But then the question, of course, is, isn't it his job to oversee those who would and make sure that it gets done? WBTV spoke with uh, the chief operating officer of a dealership over the phone on Tuesday who claimed that that other man is no longer with them and also the charges will be dismissed. And he says, I can tell you that we've gone through all the records along with the DMV and we have signatures in every one of the documents where it has been disclosed. When it was a flood vehicle or any type of vehicle, it was signed by the customer. He said that the dealership didn't do anything wrong. When asked whether customers with outstanding issues should visit the dealership, he said no. (laughs) Now, WBTV has researched and covered a history of problems that the manager, who's now gone, faced working at dealerships in other states. Uh, He used to own car dealerships across Florida, including one in North Jacksonville. And in 2012, the Federal Election Commission received an order from a judge against him finding that his business illegally reimbursed employees who donated to the political campaign of his business partner. Um, That's an issue. Court records show he also has financial issues. They talk about uh, bankruptcies and so on, and that he'd also been arrested after he was found in contempt of court in a civil lawsuit filed against him, but he was never convicted of any crime related to running a dealership. Now, records obtained by WBTV also show that he was granted a sales representative license in North Carolina back in 2020. The only thing that can disqualify you for getting such a license is being convicted of a crime related to vehicle sales. Spokesperson for the NCDMV said it would be up to the review board whether he can maintain that license. Uh, Meanwhile, the dealership posted a video to their Facebook page about the newly announced charges, and the case is working its way through the courts. So... What they've done is they've charged a bunch of employees with uh, crimes that total out over 400. 
and it's a lot. And like I said, I was looking through that list issued in the press release, and it, it was just a laundry list. Now, interesting thing I can tell you is I know a lot about automotive and automobile dealership law in the state of Michigan. And a lot of states are parallel to this. I don't know about North Carolina. In Michigan, there's a thing called the dealer manual, the dealer manual. And it's put out by the state of Michigan because the state of Michigan will license you to become a car dealer if you jump through some hoops. And they'll tell you. And by the way, to make it so you don't have to go hire a lawyer or go wading through the law books, the blue books behind Steve Leto on a set of Leto's Law. We've compiled all the laws that apply to car dealerships in a handy little dealer manual. The dealer manual is online. It's free. It's a PDF. You can download it. And, and, and I, I encourage you, especially if you're in Michigan and you're curious about this stuff, to download a copy of the dealer manual and just flip through it. Because it explains everything you would need to know as a dealer. And so I'm here to tell you that I've had people call me and tell me something that a dealership did. And I'm like, okay, if they did that, that's illegal. And they go, well, I, I went into the dealership and I talked to the guy and he said, it's not. And so I, just to make sure I'm right, I go pull a copy of the dealer manual and I look at it. No, there it is right there. Boom. It's illegal. And I took the deposition of a guy three years ago now, but one of the most fun depositions I've ever taken. So I get to take the deposition of the guy who runs the dealership that sold my client a stolen car. Okay. And I've got a copy of the dealer manual with me and I've actually made copies of pertinent passages and I'd ask the guy and go, okay. Uh, in this transaction, did you do this? And I'd name something. And he'd say, yes, I, we did that. And I'd say, okay. And I'd pull out the documents, go, this document, this document. That shows that you did that, right? Yes. And are you familiar with the dealer manual issued by the state of Michigan? Yes, I am. Okay, have you, have you read it recently? Uh, not recently, but we got a copy back at the office. Okay, okay. I'm going to hand you now, it's been marked, you know, plaintiff's exhibit number 10, and uh, it's a page which I believe came from the dealer manual. I made the copy myself. Do you recognize that as being a page from the dealer manual? Guy looks at it and goes, yeah, it looks like it could be. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, in the third paragraph uh, where it's numbered 3B, can you read that to yourself? And he reads it and goes, okay. Would you agree with me that it says that you cannot do this? Because that's what it says. And... Two minutes ago, I asked you, if you did that, you said yes. The guy now can't say he didn't say it because the court reporter wrote it down. He's, yes, we did that. So would you agree with me that when you guys did that, you were violating a rule in the dealer manual? Yes. And at the end of that paragraph, doesn't it give a citation for an MCL 257 and then some more numbers indicating where the actual law is that was put into plain English in the dealer manual by the Secretary of State's office? Yes. So your dealership did, in fact, break the law when it did this, apparently. <laughs> Got the guy to do that about 20 or 25 times on the record. And um, that was the last of the litigation. It, case settled shortly thereafter. So these laws aren't that confusing. They're not that difficult. And if you are wondering, going, but Steve, are you, are you sure? Yes, there's a reason why this made the news. And by the way, part of the reason it made the news is the number, 400 charges. Okay, that's, that's one of the reasons it made the news. But number two, most, most dealers 
can comply with the law. It's the weirdest thing. Most dealers fly right, straight and narrow, whatever whatever you want to call it. Most dealers manage to keep themselves within the law. And so every now and then something bad happens, and it sounds like it may have been a management issue because so many of the workers got swept up in it, but it's a serious problem. So we'll see what happens, but the manager is gone, but a bunch of the employees who are still there are among those charged. So Shelby car dealership employees hit with 400-plus criminal charges. WBTV reported that and got heavily into the investigation of it. David Hodges wrote that story, and pretty much everyone on the face of the planet sent me a copy. Thank you very much. <laughs> Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Don't hate yourself in the morning. Sleep till noon.